There's one song we've ever used in this podcast. Hey, it's this one. I feel like it's appropriate. It is though. It is appropriate. What else? What else are you going to use? Why? Does Elton John? What about oh, the Elton? Isn't, isn't, there is an, back isn't there an Elton John back song? Something about being back? That'd be more appropriate. Oh, I'm still standing. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember the back one, but uh, and it might have been the, the name of a tour. Not only back, you're actually wearing an Eminem shirt, Brennan, so thank you. Oh, back. Thanks, guys. Oh, Bloody finally. pleasure to be back. Just It's just even the temperature in the room. I feel like when just three of us, it sort of yeah. upsets the balance it's hot. environmentally. Yeah, the, the temperature, the tension, everything goes up. Episode 143, we are talking Stargate SG1. The full Get Into Gate team is here. My name's Mitch. Joining me, as always, we've got Matty Gibson, Yo. Brendan Gibson, Hello. and Reese. G'day, guys. Reese is our first time with the rest of us. We're long term Stargate fans. Reese is watching one episode per week for the very first time. We're in here to get a, a new view on it. The rest of us, a bit of a nostalgic look at the episode. And we are up to season seven, episode 10, Birthright, written by Mr. Christopher Judge. And we know that Reese loves Teal. Mm. But not necessarily a fan of Christopher Judge written episodes, as he hinted the other week. So we're going to get into what Birthright is all about and then throw it over to Reese and see what he thought. SG1 encounters a race of women warriors whose survival depends on symbiotes harvested from Jafar. Convinced the Tritonin is a safer alternative, Teal'c and SG1 must convince the warrior's high priestess to put aside her fear of reliance on the drug before the ghoul track down the warriors and destroy them. Oh, that's so sexist they bring up with their women. Why can't they just be warriors? Why can't they just be warriors and <laughs> very scantily cladly dressed and all that? God, Teal- you, yeah. you couldn't put any more clothes on a Maljafar. Teal'c yeah. wasn't very th- impressed that they were women, was he? Well, I think the respect he gave her when they had that little fight. He's like, I'm just going to do it with one arm. One hand. That's okay. <laughs> he still beat her, though, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is Carter's knife fight 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into Emancipation 2.0 too much, Reese, uh, what did you think about Birthright? Oh, look, prior to this, Chris Judge written uh, episodes were one and one. One good, one bad. Uh, look, i got to chalk this up to a bad one for mm. uh, old CJ. Uh, look, CJ, I like that. Uh, the the start was cool, man. When those when those female warriors, or as Maddie likes to call them, warriors, come out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I, I, I thought yeah. you were gonna say as Maddie likes to call them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> he said that before the show. Just thought I'd bring oh, that in. Yeah, if we're not gonna lie on the podcast. You know. Um, but yeah, when they come out, I thought I I, I literally said, oh, that's cool because we've never we've never seen female Jafar before and then it went off to the storyline about oh it's all the emotions and do we take the Tritone and do we not and I, I would have loved to see yeah obviously more action I'm an action man sort of it lost me towards the end yeah you're right there was a lot of promise at the start like when there was the the regular fight happening between SG-1 and the Jafar and a couple of blasts and bullets and all of a sudden just like machine gun fire staff blasts yeah. like that looked and cool like yeah. i feel like we haven't seen it at that kind of rate yeah. and i'm like oh because i again go into this pretty cold this episode i haven't seen it in a long time but yeah that a lot of promise at the start and you're right then just a very quiet world building as far as the jafar stuff goes i found a couple of their motivations really odd like uh mala who was the the jafar who died at the end she went back to earth to get the tritonin mm. treatment and then she died because she like she refused to let them put the symbiote back in in time she was kind of like this weird like all or nothing it's like just because it didn't work for you doesn't mean you've got to die. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. they say towards the end it's like an 80% success rate or it's like, well, you can be the 20%. Like, if you only need 20% of the amount of symbiotes that you need now, yeah, that's, good. that's fine. Mm. And it's like, if they can get Tritonin, and they said the kids, it's like the Tritonin will probably work on the kids because they've never had a, yeah. a symbiote before. So it's like, she could have just had her symbiote and kept kicking on. For 100 that years. Was, that, yeah, she would have been fine. So that I found really weird. And then Ishtar as well, her and Teal'c are walking along. He's trying to talk her into Tritonin. He's like, you know, you're not always going to win like the way you have. And she took that as offense and then had the fight with him and then sensed that he didn't have a symbiote in him and that he's Tritonin and then like shamed him for not admitting to her mm. 10 minutes after meeting her mm. that he was on Tritonin. And then two She was se- just upset that she lost. 
Well, and then, but then two seconds later, she literally, as that scene ends, the next scene is her standing up in front of people going, we are going to take Tritonin because the mighty Teal takes Tritonin. And yeah. it's like two seconds ago, you were shaming him for it. I felt like so I missed her, something. I'm like, yeah, 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 her motivation the... seemed a bit up and down mm. on that kind of thing. Nah, it's a, so that was it's the only a, thing that was Sign of a great politician, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but like when Teal beat her, she's like, you have no symbiote inside you. And he's like, yeah, but my symbiote's inside you. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. See? We have well, this welcome back, story. Brendan. Yeah, yeah there he is. <laughs> well, and he, he and then even... they really do bang in real life. Yeah, it was hot. And really? then like that's his wife. Is it? No, it's not. Isn't it? No. Which one's his wife? Was, that was the nurse from Changeling. But it was for that it was one the same night. Chick. No, Jolene Blaylock. No, Jolene Blaylock's the My Vulcan bad. from Enterprise. They're You're not, making that last not, name. Yeah, well. Oh, mate, so you just walked into that. You didn't <laughs> have to say that. <laughs> I didn't feel like you had to. They're say not banging in real life. I'm sure they did, did um, I bet you they did, yeah. <laughs> he did write the show with her in mind. Like, when, he, when he wrote the character. he did. Yeah. When he wrote the character. <laughs> yeah. I found so much sexual tension all of a sudden. <laughs> but right at the end where they had just like that monster kiss, which I actually, I love just as far as a Jafar thing. Like, they're so proud and, and, mm. and the way that they carry themselves in battle and all that. And, like, they wear their heart in the sleeve. So when he's going to kiss someone, he's going to really kiss them. And he's going to do it for like eight minutes. And he's going to do it in front of everybody he knows. Yeah. And I'm, I love that. But I'm re- as an outsider, Side point of view, and I'm like, well, that's why Christopher Judge wrote that. He's just like, I yeah. just want some yeah. love scenes. Some and then in, <laughs> in the tent, how he wrote that she had to convince him to kiss her. Yeah. Like, oh, your wife's dead. Just kiss me. Oh, all right then. Here, come here. <laughs> yeah. It's been a year, bro. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right then. Apparently, when he wrote it, he had in mind either um, Jolene Blaylock or a character, uh, an actress called uh, Victoria Pratt. I'm guessing she was probably hot as well. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. The only thing that I that I she that I could ugly. find on her on her IMDb <laughs> that's what, that's what is she, she was in a sci-fi show called Cleopatra Twenty Five Twenty Five, uh, which I'll read to you now. The synopsis of this. Oh, of sounds great actress. already. Just with the title, no, I can't wait to hear it. The title's good enough. Fish what? Fish what? No, no, you love it. Uh, the plot summary for Cleopatra Twenty Five Twenty Five is. An exotic dancer, yeah, see, you're all hooked now. Yeah, stop there, I'll watch it. Cryogenically frozen yeah. in the year 2001 is accidentally thawed out in 2525 by, by two female warriors. <laughs> when is she meant to be? <laughs> yeah. Like, how long? <laughs> Do you like, no, 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 we're really saving the sexiness. You yeah, know what we should really... bring back? Exotic dancing right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Not just any exotic oh, not that one. Not half. Oh. Too late. <laughs> oh, damn it. Thought out in 2525 by two female warriors who are fighting against evil... Don't say female warriors, mate. Evil yeah, robots warriors, which have taken over the world. The three join forces and try to escape the underground caverns to which humanity has been banished, meeting up with all sorts of strange creatures along the way. If so robots the... took over the world, wouldn't everyone be unfrozen to fight? Ah, oh, you think accidentally. so? accidentally. Yeah. Nah, you need reinforcements. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was it. Frozen. That was saving yeah, the exotic. Eventually, that was saving the exotic dancers to repopulate the world once they defeated yeah. the. Um, we need a robots. distraction. What do we do? I'm Thor, the exotic dancers. <laughs> hey yo. Maybe Sight? that was it. Maybe. <laughs> wow, that is exotic. Maybe the robots were like male fembots, right? So they're like, they're like the, the, the and they just seduce like them. Where, where the exotic dancer comes out and sexy dances in front of them, and they all explode. Their heads yeah. explode. That's why they needed the sexiness. Her, her secret sexy dance powers See? I love it and Say she was more. dancing to like Cisco Damn. and shit so that's, yeah. they don't have that music in 25 <laughs> they can't fabricate the real like feeling you got from listening to like some early 2000s Nelly and shit like, turn yeah. this up what is this it's amazing <laughs> I take you to the candy shop it's, it's, I'll let you lick the lollipop it's got that grainy Spotify sound underneath it <laughs> <laughs> nothing better uh... so yeah Chris Judge I, I I did notice that this was a Chris Judge episode mm. because... He was in it. He, he had lines? <laughs> he literally said, I've spoken the yeah. most today yeah. than I have in the last three yeah, years. Yeah, we noticed. Is that a stab at the rest of the I'm talking about you, Cooper! I never give any words. <laughs> but this, he's just overused Shalkek Nemron, I feel. Shalkek Nemron. I too will die free, brother. Shalkek Nemron! Shalkek Namron! Shalkek Namron. Today, Junior! He's just like, there's only one way to find out if they're friend or foe. Shalkek Namron! That's not 
you can just yeah. say, hey, you guys rebels? Or... Yeah. Meanwhile. <laughs> like, it's not like a code. Like, all the guy will know what that means. Yeah. I die free. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, they're not using another language. So, meanwhile, the actual, that's like, evil... Like... evil. Ju- hey? In, it's, it, he said, I will die. I, I, too, will die for you, brother. I, too, will die free. No. Yeah. No, yeah. even in the subtitles, I will die the for subtitles you. Replay wrong, it. Mate. Replay it and listen. He says, I, too, will die for you, brother. He says, few, brother. Shall kick Nimrod. I, too, will die free, brother. Free. Shall kick Nimrod. I disagree. Well, mate, shall kick Nimrod means I will die free. (laughs) Says in the subtitle. Cooper wrote those. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is it the DVD subtitles or the Stan subtitles? The DVD subtitles. Really? That's interesting. Stan, I would understand. Yeah. I mean, great people, don't get me wrong. Oh, if they want to sponsor the show. Maybe it was like uh, Walter Harriman. Yeah, could have been. Don't blame Walter, mate. Cooper. <laughs> well, to Harriman, the people heard Harriman. Yeah, when Hammond, instead of Ehrman, when Hammond said Ehrman. Ehrman. People mm. heard I Die Free. Ehrman. You're right, though. I thought. Ehrman Trout. What if it was like the evil Jafar, you know, behind the trees? And he's just, shall take them run, shall kick them run. They're like, yeah, it's definitely the traitors over there. Fire <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> so they're just giving themselves up. That's the rebel code phrase. That must be them. Yeah. yeah. We can get closer before we murder him. I'll now. die for you. What? That's kind of gay. But all right. <laughs> the, guy, the guy that's dying says it. He's like, Are you damn real right, you will. <laughs> I kind of wished at the end, though, when um, uh, when Ishtar's friend, Neith, was like, like she'd been shot and she's ready and she's got the knife and she's going to go back into that guy's pouch. I kind of wish like that Jafar had been a Jafar on Tritonin. Like she'd gone in for the symbiote and then found out that he was one of the rebels anyway because like he didn't even have a symbiote. I thought that would have been a nice little continuation. It's almost like I kind of wish there'd been another like rebel episode before this one. So we, because at the moment we've only established that it's like Teal and Braytac are the only ones on Tritonin up up until the start of this episode. So I mm. kind of wish it had been set up that there were other Jafar out there as part of the rebellion that were on Tritonin, mm. and then you know Ishta ends up killing people who are part of the rebellion. Instead, in this way, it's done. It's like she's killing people who could be part of the rebellion. So I was like, yeah, I kind of wish she'd like gone into his pouch and just found no no symbiote and just. I wonder if that's where they store their tritonin little thing. They like their little their little. Eye yeah, I think up. that's where Braytac had just, his, wasn't yeah. it? When they were captured and. Well, where else is he going to stick it? Is he going to shelf well, it or what? Like you what know, I didn't where... get is why she desperately needed his symbiote. Like there was literally fifty other dead Jafar around. Mm. Why did they need that one? Because it was in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> the camera was pointed at him, yeah. so they had to get <laughs> yeah. that one. Shell. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. She, he had a he had a stutter, so they're like, "Yeah, we'll give him a yeah, line." She de- she deliberately pouch shot every other Jafar that's there. That was the only one who yeah. wasn't shot in the pouch. That's yeah. the reason they're there. Yeah, yeah. they could have they could have yeah. like got twenty to save everybody. Yeah, although they don't know how to store them like we do. Yeah, and you then electricity, and then they would have had no idea until they <laughs> until they cut in that it's like, well, is at a why did they need the knife anyway? Like the, you can just reach into the pouch. I <laughs> yeah, don't know why no she sense. had the knife. Permanent wound, guys. It's yeah. <laughs> They've super glued it up for protection. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like she could have like, what if that Jafar was holding a symbiote that was like a couple of weeks away from maturity? It's like, well, that's not going to do you any good. Yeah. You need like a really young primtar. So yeah, they they you know they didn't think it all through very well. Mm. But wouldn't their uh, they would all wake back up, right? The symbiote would heal them again if they didn't take the symbiote out. Not if they're not if they're dead. Shot in the face. How can you heal him if he's dead? <laughs> yeah. Sarcophagus. You'd need a sarcophagus. Mm. Mm. Yeah. There's That's no. There's need. no way Moloch's getting all those Jafar and giving them a turn in sarcophagus. No. Like, sarcophagus nah. party. <laughs> Chuck them all in at once. Would um, they be? Would, if you chucked them all in at once, <laughs> they'd become conjoined. Yeah, it's like yeah, a fly like, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Day of the Tentacles, a yeah. three-headed monster. It's like when you put <laughs> three-headed <laughs> Jafar, like you... <laughs> three symbiotes. Whoa! <laughs> it's like you put a red sock in with all your whites. It's just they all just yeah, yeah. They're all pink. They ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so it's been a couple of seasons, but remember, remember back in uh, Need when I got access to that amazing bit of technology that could um, read Daniel Jackson's mind. Yes. Mm. While that girl in the woods was getting a bit getting free. Well, look, I've been on the waiting list since then, and I finally got some time with it this week. Nice. So I was actually able to find out what Teal'c was thinking. Oh God! You made something, didn't you? <laughs> no, I didn't. This is this is legit. I'll tell you what he's thinking. I want to take my clothes off. Warriors of the Tari, we mean you no harm. Well, hello. 
You are the most beautiful trio of gigantic ladies I've ever laid eyes on. Please, come with us. For many of the young, this is the first time they've seen men. Men die out many years ago. With all these women around, they'll probably nag to death. Right, fellas. Who knew? Who knew that's what Teal was thinking? That was O'Neill so, of them. Yeah. <laughs> They're all nagged to death. Who knew? How funny was O'Neill in that when they did caption but he's like, Are you saying they will want to meet with us? Yeah. So they're more than willing to help everyone out. Yeah. Carter's like, see, Oh god. See, I didn't even see Amanda tapping in that shot because she was sort of uh, obstructed <laughs> yeah. by the person walking in front of her. And then I just heard this like the scoff. Oh god! And I'm like, hang on, what, where is she? Is that ad libbed? Yeah, and I just rewinded again. And I, I swear her face didn't match that audio. So I don't know whether it was like it happened later in the shot or it was like an ADR situation. Yeah. But like that was a cracker of a line. Like, oh man! It was more of a <laughs> Richard D. Anderson line than it was even a Jack O'Neill yeah. at his best line. Yeah, yeah I think I think I saw in either in it's either in the commentary or the um like one of the special features. And yeah, that line was a Rick ad lib, and that was Amanda breaking character. Like that yeah. was her just being like, yeah. oh. Oh you can totally tell. Yeah, <laughs> help everyone out. Like, just talk about the the, the male female thing. You know, we did you know, jokingly liking it to emancipation. We've all even the other week with our mailbag question saying that you know it was trying so hard to be this feminist episode that it kind of worked. You know, the the opposite point a little bit. Emancipation was more about trying to explain why Carter was going to be so good and why she was going to challenge you know the mm. SGC and then these other. A more primitive, you know, and and traditional tribes and people and things that they were going to encounter. Whereas this was like, well, you've had these women that have been oppressed or whatever, and then these horrible things have been happening, like with the children and being and women, uh, you know, baby girls getting getting killed off and stuff. So yeah, I kind of like, hectic, oh yeah, all of a sudden, just takes death and oh yeah, the mothers have got to go take them there and stuff. Yeah. And then, like all these women are either people that have been saved or that have actually witnessed it and been part of it. So it's all full on. But then yeah, I, I liked the way that this approached it far more than emancipation because it was about like this big collective group mm. and you watch them going yeah there's no reason these guys should ever be or girls should ever be you know put yeah down. well and they had their own agency about it they were like we're not like if you go back to emancipation the the women in that tribe were almost happy with their lot in life they, yeah. they weren't seeking anything it was carter who kind of had to show them the way that it's like you're women you're not lesser than yeah. men you know you can whereas these women were just like well no we're not going to take this crap a it was kind of you know it was the Jafar rebelling against the girl, but then there was just that whole sort of gender thing at, at, attached to it. Mm. But none of these women were like, they, were, they all had agency and they were taking control of their lives and going, you know what, this guy's a piece of shit. We're going to, you know, undermine his, him and we're going to save all these people and we're going to start our own society. Yeah, they had more of a reason to rebel rather than just, oh, okay, I don't want to follow a, a false god now. Yeah. Like they were being treated like shit. So that was obviously <clears throat> one of the main reasons. And then... Yeah, obviously, yeah, we don't want to follow the the um, goal. And it was unlike Emancipation, which I hadn't thought about until now. The fact that that really set the tone for the show, as much as we, at least the three of us, not Maddie, pay out that episode, it really set the tone <laughs> for it, what SG1 do in those, you know, very throw it in it whenever you want in the you rewatch episodes. They go to a place, they go, oh, that's not how you should live. This is how you should live. We're going to give you some America. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whereas here, the change had already been made. You know, they were already doing their own thing with their own people and, and fighting their own fight before SG-1 came in. In saying that, I never thought I'd hear this particular word said in Stargate. Because we have penises? <laughs> like, I, knew I was that, always hoping. It was, it was getting there. That entire scene, I'm like, we're going to get a dick reference in a second. But then it was coming, it was coming... So to speak, no pun intended. And, um, <laughs> and then he, he said, "Penis is like, Ooh, all of a sudden, this is the show that yeah, someone has said the word. But mainly because I just hate. I don't know if it's just. It could be a male thing. I don't know. I hate the word penis. It just sounds so. It's so. It's so like yeah, scientific in a way, right? Like <laughs> yeah, my wife's a nurse, so like that's a thing. Like you know, we got sons, and the, that's the word that gets used. Dad, dad say that. Let's say that yeah, word. I don't think I've ever... Dick. It's like he's because four, we have a little pee-pee. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think I've ever heard be. someone say penis, like, unless it's a professional. Yeah. Yeah. You don't call it that. Just, I think in general... Reece, like a prostitute. Like, like the doctor said to me, Reese, please take my penis out of your mouth. <laughs> my penis. <laughs> please, uh, I don't want to touch that thing. <laughs> this is, uh, Reese. this isn't how we take temperatures anymore. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Did my tongue feel hot? <laughs> Stick my dick under your arm is how we do it. <laughs> Give you a Dutch rudder. Yeah. Meat thermometer works. in me. <laughs> Meat thermometer. 
Oh, doctors and nurses. <laughs> um, Fraser, again, with her unknown dosage, uh, with the Tritonin, giving it to the warrior. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she's I like, how much it. do we give her? I'm not sure, but we don't well, I'll know. give her this much, and then I'll double it. And then I'll double it again. <laughs> hey, it worked, it we're worked giving three her, out of four times. We're giving her double what we gave the others. It's like, well, yeah, maybe, like, don't give it to her anymore. Yeah. Put the symbiote yeah, back in find now. Find out why she needs more before you give her even more. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure if I've got a headache and I take a Panadol, the back of the instructions don't say, if you've still got a headache, double it the next yeah, time. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but... if you've got a hangover, take four. But instead of moving <laughs> her to isolation... Oh, yeah, you're open to infection. It's like, no, just put the symbiote back in and try again later or do something. But or she figure said, it out. please Give don't. Give her a blood test. Yeah, but that was but that was, <laughs> that was was Marla being like, no, don't put it in, don't put it in, don't put it in. And that, that was the weird oh. thing to me. It was like, Marla... What's she going to do? She's just spent years saying, don't take it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, the weird thing is, Fraser is always like, no, it's my job to keep them alive. And then like, all right, last... Second. She said she didn't want me to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Apophis, Tilt, get out of the way. Yeah, get out of the way, Tilt. <laughs> yeah, but then at the last minute she decided, she's like, no, no, we've, we're going to try and put it back in even without her consent. And yeah, then it's it was too late. too late anyway. Yeah, I knew that going in. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Just, <laughs> we're going to stick it back in without her consent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what, the good, that's what a symbiote is, isn't it? Yeah. Jumps India without consent. Oh, I yeah. mean, children of the gods. That was straight up. It's set up that, you know, the girl will don't don't take consent yeah. when they're sliding up Sharae while she's naked. <laughs> hey, um, so there was some um there were some scenes deleted from this episode as the team is being taken to the to the village. They actually took them on a little tour before before they got to meet Ishtar. Um so have a listen to this. This is quite interesting actually. Did you make something again? Here's stadium, where our women basketball teams play. We know can dunk, but good fundamentals. That more fun to watch. <laughs> this our comedy club. Humor here funny in different way. It not reinforce stereotypes. Comedy come from character, real situations, not abstract craziness. Translation, boring. <laughs> That's a good one. Ow! Here live vengeful, all-knowing leader. She decide men's fates. Is she hot? That not important. <laughs> all-knowing. In other words, no. <laughs> so, I mean, I can see why they cut it out. Yeah, Chris Judge, he's a funny writer. <laughs> can write comedy. So, Joma Seku. Seku. Joma Seku. That makes a comeback. Mm. Yeah. Didn't, guess- ha- didn't eventually happen. Sorry, she can't fight you. She's too busy banging. <laughs> no, it happened. No, it just fight. happened off screen. You just saw the end of it with Ishtar like knocking me oh, to the ground. That's right. yeah, and they're like yeah. holding up. Yeah, they're like, we're going to film it. That's too expensive. Don't kill her. Someone's just died. And Tilk interrupts and goes, You don't have to do this. And she goes, You dare interrupt. It's like in Warrior, you did the same thing and O'Neill wanted yeah. to stop and you go, Fuck off, O'Neill. Yeah. And then Dan- make up your mind. And then Daniel interrupts again. He's like, "Hey, sorry, right, sorry, yeah. to this is a bad time to do this." Like, he went total Mitch on it. He's like, "Look, I'm sorry to do this. It's never a good time to do it." <laughs> and, they're like, and they're like, "Well, half <laughs> Canadian." Spit it out. He's like, "There's just like speak." <laughs> yeah, I did find it weird how in this kind of Chris Judd's kind of retconned it because back in families with Ryak Tilk didn't want him to be implanted. But they say all of our children will die at puberty if they're not implanted. Mm. So basically, Tilk was running in families to stop the implantation of Ryak because he wanted him to die? Yeah, Ooh. well, he could have saved us a lot of heartache. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. didn't make, It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, I never thought about that. He's explained Did Easter. he learn in that episode, Bart? Didn't Most. his missus tell him in that episode? Well, if he doesn't get it, he's going to die. Maybe. Ooh. It rings a bell. I mean, I'm not 100% sure. Obviously, I've only seen it one time. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's... And I usually skip it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, but, yeah. but... So maybe he did want him to die, I guess. Mm. I don't want him to be enslaved by the ghoul, but he's gonna, he gonna die, bro. Nah, that'd be sweet. Uh, we're all gonna die one day. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a good run for a six-year-old. I'll be no, done with both of you if that happens. <laughs> I thought you were both already dead, so... <laughs> dead to me. He seems to go... <laughs> i got to watch. I've banged at least two women since I've left. I feel like Tilk seems to go, seems to go back and forward as well, because it's like, this episode, he's talking about Dreyarch. 
But then back in Changeling, there was no mention of Dreyarch and Shonok was the one in his dreams. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I feel like he's only ever seemed to allowed to mention one in an episode. He's never allowed to mention both Shonok and Dreyarch. Mm. It's always one or the other. And I didn't think he was really hung up on Dreyarch either, to be honest. No, he said like, oh, you, she'll always have a place in my heart. <laughs> didn't have a place in her dream last last yeah. season. Like, But yeah. even oh, that's a lot, when he was breaking down his family to Ishtar and... Yeah, on the on the Ryak thing, and he's like, you know, I have a son, and he has grown to be a great warrior. He's <laughs> <laughs> like smiling his way through it, and they're like, "Oh, what have your wife?" And he's like, and he's still smiling. Is she's, she's dead? dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, she fell off a cliff and died on impact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must. Yeah, then the thing. Oh, you must still love her. She'll always hold a place in my heart. It's yeah. like, no. like she's just like. She's how do I how do I say disowned. no but still get some tail from you? <laughs> and then like, like then she plays the pity card because she's like this strong warrior. She's a leader. You know, she's created a movement. Out she's of, wearing a cape. She's wearing a cape. Everyone oh, else doesn't get no a more. cape, right? And then she's in that room and she's putting the moves on. And he's like, I should probably take my leave. And she's like. You know what? She died a year ago. It's time for you to move on with, you know, another lonely soul. And he's like, oh, God, okay. (laughs) Seeing as you're lonely. Do you know what I loved? She's gone, look, you need to get over it. It's been at least 100 days. (laughs) (laughs) I actually pictured, though, if if we swapped that scene out and this was a Daniel episode and an alien woman even had enough time to tell Daniel, you know what? Your wife has passed. You should really want to move on. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously. Yeah, that's, that's always, that's always uh, pillow talk yeah, for Daniel. That's, that's se- afterwards. I've done that seven times. The minute she was kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. I banged the cave woman. even cold in the ground. <laughs> Feels so free. Uh, he was Will Ferrell at her funeral, just like hooking up with people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. These things are called trees. Yeah, you'll do. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb enough. <laughs> And she was standing over a cliff, that woman. <laughs> Let's go out and look at the trees again. God damn it. Oh, I come back. She's dead. My wife's dead, you know. Oh, I don't impact. <laughs> what was that from? Happy Gilmore. <laughs> and my girlfriend's dead, you know. Yeah, she fell off a cliff and died on impact. You <laughs> <laughs> know. That's so good. So good. Honestly, don't get this episode, really, because... Well, we were talking about motivations before. I don't understand Daniel's motivation because he's basically, him and all of SG1 are like pushing a drug on like vulnerable people. They want an, al- an alliance and they're like, yeah, no worries, but you got to kind of test this drug that's untested. Like you want to be part of this experiment. They're kind of more pushing drugs yeah. than trying to be And an for an no ally. great reason, like, oh yeah, they're killing Jafar that might might be part of the rebellion. Yeah. But we need those Jafar for the rebellion. But I mean that's not really their main aim. Well I Nick Minute, we're shooting twenty Jafar an episode. <laughs> I yeah. I thought they they brought it back with that line that Teal said to Ishtar about, you know, we need to, you know, stop our dependency on the Goa'uld. Mm-hmm. Like, but then they're dependent on us. Well and then they're dependent on Tritonin, which Still comes from good unless the, unless yeah. the mm. Toka have found Didn't a way they synthesize to, syn- it? to synthetically. Yeah, I thought that's what something. it was. Now, I thought oh, it was, is it? I, I don't know. I, I assumed it was. That's what. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Toka devised a way to synthesize it, and that's why. That's what I got because I was wondering. I'm like, yeah, synthesize it from what? <laughs> Tokraisms. They're yeah. Like, we don't do, know. Does the host take Toker's a shit and they birth. synthesize it from that? Because there's yeah, there's amino acids in the shit. That's the the stuff they need. I don't know, but. Mm. Plants. How do they synthesize anything? Mm. Yeah, synthesizer. It would have been an interesting three <laughs> D printer. Whether it be in this episode or, or not, but like because they are so they are such a, a proud people, the Jafar. Like they are so like we know we need these. We're against the Gould, but we need the Gould to you know that that that's their tradition. They're happy to use the the Gould if it means they get to live and kill the mm. rest of them. But then I don't know. I'd like to see maybe. Like that, that whole like eighty twenty thing you were talking about before. If they all get to Tritonin and they all can take Tritonin, but then you do have like a twenty percent fail rate, would those people be like some kind of outcast? It's like, oh, you're weak. You you still rely on the Gould to yeah, survive. True. Like, mm. yeah, you know, we're, That'd be interesting we we don't explore. need them. You know, we're completely unreliant on them, and we're out there fighting them. 
you're fighting them, but you still need them to survive. I just think in that culture of Jafar, with all that history, I reckon that that, that could create some kind of divide. That'd so be much. something cool to pick up if, like, if Stargate got rebooted, like, and, and started again yeah. now in in 2020. Two different like, classes of Jafar. Like, yes, yeah, like, put them in the ghetto. In the, in the yeah. years in the years since SG One has ended, it's like, and that has been brewing over this time as Tritonin has kind of taken hold throughout. You know, all the Jafar. It's like, yeah, like, is there a little, you know, subset of people that, that yeah, that can't take the Tritonin, that, yeah, that would be, cl- um, like, second-class citizens? That'd, mm. be, that'd be really interesting. Speaking of an SG-1 reboot, I was thinking, who would they cast as the lead colonel? And going back to, kind of, the original SG-1, they had Richard Dean Anderson. He was already a huge TV star with MacGyver. Mm. I'm just thinking, who else is pretty massive? And I was like, oh, shit. I think... The new colonel should be Jensen Ackles. I was just about to say, if you don't say <laughs> that, it, I would be will. amazing. Yeah. He's looking for some work. How, how do we know him? Oh. Supernatural. He's Dean from Supernatural. Right. And he would yeah. be amazing. I don't know if he needs the work, though, Mitch. I mean, he well, doesn't no, need it. He's making like, a million dollars an episode in the last five if he years. he co-produced yeah. it. Was it that, yeah, well, like that thing, like 15 years of just like, yet yeah, the same work and just consistency and then they they made the call to, to stop it didn't they yeah like, the actors Jared did, like, yeah, went, yeah. i mean they should have done it like season five but like they <laughs> well, went for another 10 so okay <laughs> fair enough it got better it did get better after season seven <sighs> you got to push through those seasons. push through seven seasons <laughs> i tried no, your... first five seasons were awesome. first five seasons are right. phenomenal but that's where the original um creator ended the show yeah eric kripke left he, and yeah, then he right. left and they kept going um but yeah, no. Based on your recommendation a couple of years ago, I tried that, and I I made I got through the shitty seasons of like six, seven, and maybe halfway through eight, and then they took it off Netflix. Yeah, so I could, and then I was like, so too. I, I got to watch the Stan shit stuff and never yeah, got to get Stan, to the new mate. one. Stan so. and Stargate both on great uh, people. Yeah, Stan. Stargate yeah. With, with Jump Disney on. Plus coming E-mail, in soon. I Stan might have to get rid of, of my Gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah. He actually probably he he would. I think he would fit the tone. Yeah, of this show, quite yeah. like no, it would be completely different if they remade it now. They wouldn't be able to replicate it as much as they'd try. But I still feel like if you're looking at it from the outside, what you'd hope for, yeah, he'd probably fit very I'd buy well. Him. I'd he buy him as an Air Force Colonel. Yeah. yeah, and he could be he could say jokey sort of stuff, but he wouldn't be the lighthearted type leader if it was a leader. But even character that say Jack O'Neill would be like, yeah, he'd be more like a John Shepard, I reckon, yeah, from Atlantis or yeah, something like that. That's just a. A redo of Jack O'Neill as well, but we'll, we'll get to that next season. Well, yeah, but Who it's not as, not as quirky. I reckon the Unas. I reckon an Unas would be cool on the team. Uh, that'd be cool. Mm. I mean, but I mean, it, it got too much for Chris Judge to just put an emblem on his head each <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah, but he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him that straight to his face. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you fucking won't. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. What about you, Carter? I haven't gone that far. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to do now. That's what I'm doing right now. The Han Solo and the Wookiee combination. Mm. Hit us up. Yeah, you guys got cool. suggestions? Anyone listening? Jump on, jump on Twitter if you got an idea. Who, if there was a reboot for SG One, who would be your awesome foursome? We've already picked two, so. <laughs> yeah, but it don't, would be your. Don't awesome mess book. with perfection. We've we've, we've nailed <laughs> yeah. it. Unknown actor for Unas. Yeah, but just Unas makeup. It doesn't matter. We just need a good voice actor, and uh, of course Jensen Ackles. So go for mm. it. Hey Mitch, uh, you rocked up this morning in your uh, Superman hoodie. I noticed. Yeah. So you might get a kick out of this. Um, you got the... a Captain America shirt underneath. Yeah, I'm going for the Ooh. ultimate Boy Scout look. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Don't yeah. know how I feel about that. Um. So the. <laughs> The curly, the black curly hair. Don't say Jafar. black, <laughs> Unbelievable. Jafar the, can be any type of colour. <laughs> well, yeah, was, they can. That was the colour of her hair. She had black curly hair. Ooh. Well, yeah, but we don't um, have to point it out. Geez. Like, people, like... <laughs> her name was Kal-El. There was That's a Jafar whose name was Kal-El. Like, oh, really? Yeah, that's... Which one was that? <laughs> <laughs> the black one. Oh, oh, oh. fuck. Why didn't you say so? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be ashamed. Oh, <laughs> just, <laughs> It's Your dry. white guilt's getting to you, Maddie. <laughs> You're like over PC, Maddie. I've actually just been given a headache. That just broke me. Oh shit! Oh, Why did I decide to take a drink of water during that exchange? I nearly just killed myself. I'm uh, I nearly drowned I in the kind of want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all been there for twenty uh, years. Uh, <laughs> 
Hop in the boat, only, mate. It's warm. Only seems to be when I'm in this room. It's only in this room when I have suicidal tendencies. I'm not sure what it is. Mate, jump Contagious. On, jump on the suicide train. We're all warm in here. <laughs> Speaking of suicide, um, this has nothing to do with it, but trying to get a segue in. King of the segways. <laughs> oh, killing it. Whenever Tilk smiles and says this... We have been told that there are a great many here who believe in the dream of freedom for all Jaffa. The following happens. People die! <laughs> Every single time he meets somebody... He bangs on about a rebellion. <laughs> yeah, he bangs on about a rebellion. Everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, freedom comes at a cost. No, you're right. Just mu- it's just every time he smiles, it. it's like, uh-oh. It's like a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> when the bad guy smiles, you're like, damn. It's like the key word when Tilk says freedom. <laughs> People die. <laughs> <laughs> just like George Bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a flashback. <laughs> yeah. I love, obviously, you know, this show is built on altering, you know, historical stuff and, and, and taking unanswered questions and turning into the sci-fi. I mean, you know, we love that stuff. That's what the show's built on. But it's usually about Daniel and it's usually about, you know, the Gould and and this one, a little bit different when you get these warrior women and, you know, I think it was when, just before he, Jack, you know, it was a weird scene. Jack ended the scene by talking about how he's happy to sleep with everyone if it helps them, if that's what they're <laughs> kidnapping him for. Yeah, but I'll take one for the team. Talking about, like, the, 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 the mythical, was it, like, Amazonian, like, Greek women or whatever that they said, you know, they were warriors and they were badasses and stuff and they would often chop off their right breast so that they could better hold a bow and arrow yeah. to fight. And I'm like, holy shit, like, that's commitment to your craft. And I just, <laughs> I just, I, I like, I love, like, no, but I'm just like, that's I'm fascinated so by, true. like, the ancient world where they would do shit like that. It's like, to be able to, to fight, that they would completely dismember them and shit, or what they would, like, even the gestures that we use, because I was hearing a story the other day, like, we're talking about the finger. Why do we give people the finger? What is that? And... Yeah, why is, why is one finger good but another fingering bad? Absol- I don't know. Like, yeah, absolutely. Well, mm. several are good, you know. I mean, depending on who you are. Um, <laughs> depending who's, how who's, you take yeah, it. Yeah, who's giving it to you, you know. It's it's all good. Two, but, better make it three. <laughs> giving me the finger. It's like, why is that so rude? And why is it, why is it the middle finger? And from what I was told, uh, it was it also to do with archers because when enemies would capture archers, if they weren't going to kill them, if they were just going to hold them, they would actually chop off their fingers. And it might oh, have been the so forks, maybe not so much the middle finger, but the forks. Sorry. So well, the yeah, index that's, that's and your the two finger. that you used to hold the yeah, back of an arrow. They would, yeah, they would chop off your two fingers so that you could never Ooh. fire another bow again. And so that was apparently, you know, left-handed bitch. Could, you know, <laughs> <laughs> absolute, you know, like wanky. Check, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just holding that. I was like, hey, I still got my two fingers and all that sort of stuff. So, or even the salute, like the idea that like we salute people because that was like a knight's thing to lift up their vis, like mm. their, their their mask, to show others that they were friendlies. Look, I'm I'm glad they didn't cut off any of their boobs in this episode though, because I, I, I find the most erotic part of a woman is the boobies. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm glad. I'm There's a lot of content did. for this one episode in particular. Yeah, yeah a, lot of, a lot of cut scenes. Me not snow snow out me way. Me want snow snow. I couldn't help it. I basically, after, literally after watching the episode, I, I put on Futurama Amazon Women in the Mood. And, and recorded it all. And then we're playing the whole episode I think, on I, this. I think I cut more Sorry audio. about the two hour long episode, I guys. think I cut out more audio from uh, Futurama than I did from Stargate. <laughs> Thank God Peter <laughs> DeLuise wasn't on this cut. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wait, wait, till, uh, wait till next week, because he's, uh, he's on both oh, uh, DVD to... commentaries for Evolution. <laughs> he does part one. Get of ready the... for extended oh. He does part one of the commentary with Gary Jones, and he does part two of the commentary with Amanda Tapping. Who so was commentary on this one? Oh, those Chris bo- Judge, those, obviously. No, he wasn't. It was all the boring people again, like Peter F. West. And Never heard of him. He's the director. <laughs> John, John's brother, the fisherman. Remember, the, remember a few months ago when they talked about? Oh, yeah, we we shot this scene with with the puppet, and then and then it was a scene with the puppet because oh, yeah. we sh- we shot the puppet. Yeah, those guys. That, those guys. <laughs> I yeah. can see why they got him back. Crack team. Yeah. They, they I can't say no highly, more. Highly motivated I mean, people are barely going to watch the episode, let alone the commentary. <laughs> yeah. when, when Old Love died, when they had the Jamaseku, uh, and then Jackson goes, oh, she's dead. And they go, oh, well, we need a symbiote for the young girl or whatever. Yeah. They went out after that Jamaseku to kill the Jafar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they get the symbiote that Old Love that just died had? Because that was back on Earth still. 
Yeah, but yeah, surely it would have been over. easier to go through the Stargate yeah, can back we in have, five minutes. Totally. Can we have a... Yeah. yeah. What yeah. Did they bring that that you, really, you really think Terrell... Uh, Terrell... Uh, Frasier's not going to try and talk him into Tritona before she lets him have the symbiote back? Yeah, but even so, they're female warriors, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just go in and blast it. <laughs> But it, still, yeah. like you it's go, oh, we're going yeah, we're, we're to bring the body back and then grab, like, yeah, you totally. know I mean? it's going to be easier 100%. than going and killing 50 Jafar and trying to <laughs> stab hey, look, it out of there. We guy. have one back at the base. <laughs> no, you no, can no. come and get it right now. <laughs> we're not hey, look, going all the way to the Stargate. No, nah, we're good. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the that's the premise, isn't it? Their whole society is based around this, this wrong way of doing things. So they're, you know, that's why they got so, like, vengeful and angry and decided to go back and try and, you know, take out some other ghoul and didn't yeah. work. I think that was just a plot hole. Chris, fix that up. Yeah, it didn't make sense. Yeah, that's because okay that's what it. I thought. I that's what hole. I thought they were going to do. Is they going to go grab the symbiote from old love that just died? Yeah, it would have made total sense. Oh, not really. It's right there. <clears throat> what do you mean, not really? There's a there's a ghoul in a tank. She needs one. Yeah, you don't have to kill the whole anyone pre- for it. The whole premise of the episode is Ishta's back and forth about whether or not to to keep doing that. So for yeah, but they went and killed reasons. Fifty Jafar to get one. Is what I'm saying. They didn't need to go and go through a massive battle that probably lasted two hours. They could have gone to SGC and back in yeah, ten minutes. She was angry that Marla was dead, so she wanted she needed to vent. That's the way I took it. Is she wanted to? She was so annoyed that you well, know she should have killed Carter and Fraser. Was dying. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's a, that's a great way. All right, so that's definitely at least Fraser. Yeah, Chris Judge, if you can go back and write it so that you know Carter and Fraser are dead, that would that make will... more sense. I think as the Jafar way, it's like <laughs> they they don't earn it unless they kill for it. Like it's just like something in there. In their makeup, in their brain, it's like we we have to act rather than just take the easy route and go get it. Mm, it's like yeah, no, we yeah. need to kill something for it. Like I don't yeah. know, we we need to deserve this. Yeah, it was weird because the girls like in bed dying. <laughs> well, even you know though, what, I mean? I was, what yeah. was the we need to do this quick? <laughs> what was the woman that was really against it, and she was the one getting sick at the end with the younger sister, Neith. Neith, yeah, and she's sitting there, and she was ready to go. Just let me die. I don't give a shit about anyone. You traitors, you all betrayed me. And then the, the sister comes up and is like, "You know, I need you, right? Like, can you stop being a selfish bitch about this thing? Get yeah. the bloody drug, and then you can train me because I want to be like you." And she's like, "God damn it, you fucking guilted you me into me, it. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of reminded me I've got responsibilities." It's time for the Get Into Gate Harry Mailbag. Well, we got one a few weeks ago we've been holding on to while Brendan was away. Because this, oh, we couldn't do this one without you here, Brendan. Uh, Bob the Mime has gone full bore. He loves Sounds of the Stargate so much. He's created a Spotify playlist. He's gone back to pr- before you even did... Uh, Sounds of the Stargate. We're already on Spotify. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. No, he's created a spot. I don't know how Spotify works. Uh, he's created a Spotify playlist of of Sounds of the Gate-esque songs. Right. That, well, at the, at the time of when he sent it through while you were away, he'd done the first three seasons. Since then, he's gone through and done uh, all ten seasons. So, oh, what a sound. Are we a song So, do I have to use those? Every, <laughs> I don't think so. I think. Because, like, how does he know which ones you're going to use in the <laughs> yeah, future? Yeah, that's, that's creepy. He's, <laughs> he's outside your window just like, looking at your notebook going, oh, hello. I haven't even thought about um, it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's assigned a song, much in the same way Brennan will pull a song that has the, like, the name of the song, name of the episode, or something to do with the episode. Right, yeah. He's done the exact same thing for every single episode oh, of Stargate. Well done. So, I grabbed these uh, the other week when, um, when you you were away, Brendan, so I thought um, three of my favourites from each season. This is my favourite from season one that he's picked. Children of the gods, the Obviously, Children of the Gods. Sounds a bit like Wizard. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a theme here. He's stuck on the theme. It's more like with... Creed. Yeah. <laughs> a band called Architect. Oh, it's the same song. Yeah, it's the same oh, song. Still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does this how do they go from one or the other? I don't know, but they do it. Wow. And then there's this one. This has got to be a Teal episode. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Bane. No, no, we're still season one. We're still season one. Oh. Emancipation from oh, Prince. Oh, right. wow. <laughs> hey, this is the last one from season one. Corn guys. Oh, nice. That was back in the day. And the, the lyrics are on point here. Yeah. 
don't want to talk about politics. Are we doing three per season here? <laughs> All right. Three, three bad ones. That's one, Manny. <laughs> it's not Bob's fault, but... Corn. Bit of corn. Never got into corn. Nice. All well cool. done. All Bob the, cool. the mime. Yeah. So, yeah, he's done those for every episode of all 10 seasons. So, is there a way we can share that so people can check it out? Is that a thing? Can you share it on Spotify? Bob. Everyone's if, looking if, at me. If, <laughs> Bob, if you've got a <laughs> link to the AV playlist, guy. send it through. We'll check it on the socials. <laughs> That's a lot of work. He that's did send us the links. He did send us the you links. Need to yeah, that's how I got those bits. Bob the Mime, take up drinking, mate. You've got too much time in your hands. Well, uh, one of my favourites we didn't get to was um, uh, the one for Bane. He couldn't find a song called Bane, so he managed to find a dance track that uh, the base of the lyrics are, I'm a tiny sperm, watch me dance. Sensation. But we had your so yeah, Bane. I was going to say. The well, that's that I said, you... he's gone through and done his own. Your so okay. Bane. I think he so has it's like a, a beta verse. Yeah, I think you might have put in some. Well, you're so Bane wasn't a wasn't an official sound to Stargate though. Yeah, but it was inspired. Yeah, that and a bit of Twisted Sister. Would and you say it's an alternate it universe? Oh, I'm not going to say that because that <laughs> points badly in this room. <laughs> Vanessa Harris has got in contact with us on oh, the Twitter. V dog. The V. V Harry says, "Listen to the Get Into Gate. Uh, listening to the Get Into Gate episode about religion, and they couldn't be more wrong." Interesting. Ooh. The unbelievers clearly need to study the book of origin. How loud are the Ori? Which of oh, course hello. Slide Reese read that. Which of course Reese means Hello, hello, hello are the Ori. Hello, how loud? Hello. Hello are the Ori. Hello are the Ori. What does that even mean? I'm not even sure what that no, means. Oh, yeah. You'll find out. I hope it's a joke. Something later on. <laughs> I didn't have that. Maybe another story. Yeah, you, oh, no, you missed three episodes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the mailbag's been emptied a bit. One of the best. Mm. Is, uh, it, is it after the... Um... I hope Vanessa's joking. Otherwise, you know. <laughs> oh, you, you know. She's going to get... You know that that planet went origin. You know it did. Look, oh, what's happening here? What are we talking about? Uh, State of Stargate. origin. State of origin. You'll find out in a couple in the of future, seasons. Hey? Yeah. Story of my life. Or oh, maybe, yeah. you know, a different show. Could be a, could be an Atlantis reference. Oh, cannot could wait. Could be a universe reference. I've got a five-star podcast review here, guys, from Storm <laughs> Unicorn 197 from the United Kingdom. You're right. You're right. Hello. Best Shine Stargate podcast in our galaxy. Excellent podcast from some of the greatest fans of the show. That's us, I think. I look forward to this every week. Fun and laughs as well as a great behind-the-scenes knowledge, make this a must for me and every fan of Stargate. Oh, well, thank you very much, Storm Unicorn. Absolutely. 197. Romati Boy's got in contact with us again on Twitter. Uh, just watched Lifeboat. Uh, probably the worst episode I have watched. I had to fast-forward all the bad acting from Shanks. <laughs> oh. I nearly just turned it off. Eat Bring your hat, back mate. Corrin. Oh. Bring back Corrin. Obviously Bring a joke. Bring back Corrin. Obviously joke. That is not going to start a chant in that this is- room. <laughs> hey, mate, I'm start. a one-man band. I don't give a shit. Obviously, I'm doing it just to piss you off. You're just the trombone. <laughs> <laughs> a bit just rusty, the, you know. rusty <laughs> trombone. <laughs> I'm more of a cymbals guy. <laughs> I'm over here with just the triangle. Got another five-star iTunes review here from PG1935 from Australia. Oh, oh, Australian here. mate. Feeds my secret gate obsession is the title of this. Don't be, don't uh, be closeted. Loud and proud. Come mate. out and do it. I have no one to talk to about my gate appreciation. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. This is a podcast. Welcome. Well, absolutely welcome. We're thrilled that you're listening to it. Mm. Uncle Sig Sig has commented on. I'm going to say Instagram. Siggy break. S- Space Race is easily one of my favourite episodes in the whole oh, franchise. It reeks, of, <laughs> it reeks of 1930s to 50s sci-fi pops. It's like yes. a Heinlein hubbub. Hubbub? Hubbub. Hubbub. <laughs> Pop cowboy bebop. What? Are you making words up? <laughs> no, those are all things. He's a good rapper. Uh, a Heinlein hubbub pop fu- pulp. Maybe it's just the way Reese reads. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's because I don't understand what's <laughs> yeah. happening. You're just, you're it's just like Bebop and Rocksteady. It's like they f***ed Cowboy Bebop and shout out an SG-1 episode. Yeah. Also, going to the Carter haircut chat, the role of Season <laughs> 7 Carter will be played by Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. Recording wow. call wow. and do it, do it. Brilliant. Uncle Sig Sig. Thanks, brother. Yeah. 
Did yeah. I listen correctly and you all like Space Race? No. What no, the? I, 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 I like Space no, Race. You guys are fucking idiots. It's, it's, you're wrong. I was it's the only boring. one who said no. Every time oh, Brendan's like criticised, he's looking at me. He's like, you're yeah. a Idiot. I'm like, yeah. don't yell at No, me. you just didn't say anything. I noticed to too, the contrary on, um, from what I... No, I, was, no, I, I mean, no. I was drunk. No, I noticed I on our Facebook post too, it was one of the most sort of like divisive ones. Yeah. Like, like we said it was. There's people there going, I love it. It's such a good freaking episode. And other people going, oh my God, it's the worst freaking episode. I don't uh, get it. It's just in the middle of such greatness. It's like, I don't care if you're having a race around a sun. Where, mm. like, Anubis well, is about... You say that about every episode. No. Like, I don't care Especially about this. It's boring. This one, so... Like maybe because it's by choice. Right. Like every other world, they go, oh, let's just go into this world and see what happens. And mm. see where, the, where this was like, hey, do you want to come and like take some time off away from like, you yeah. know, ending? No, do you want to be like uh, Star Wars Episode 1 and do a pod race? No. It was the same mo- it was the same motivation they have for every episode. Go off world to get technology. Yeah. Exactly. Did they? What tech well, did they get though? They yeah, same as every drive. episode. <laughs> yeah, no, no point. A, they got an ion drive. Not worth it. Might as well stay <laughs> home, right? <laughs> we'll be at the end of the first season of... Um... Jafar Rebellion. What technology yeah. are we going to get out of that? Yeah. The Iron Driver coming Stuff very handy at the, the end of the first season of Atlantis. So boring. <laughs> I think you went a little bit over the top. No, I just had to count. You guys are fucking to your bullshit. Yeah, you should have just shown up. You should have just shown up. <laughs> yeah, we were here. should have just shown get... up. It's too late. Mitch, this whole thing's getting cut out. Don't get, to have getting a, cut out. don't get to have a say if you're not here, mate. Yeah, yeah I just did. That's it. Do another fucking Gibson Brothers side podcast. You weren't here for it. Then you can shit on it over there. I just did it. <laughs> I'm happy. I liked it. I agree. <laughs> I like the elements of it. I, I know Damo like and uh, Toasty is on my side for sure. Yeah. I'm assuming. Here, <laughs> 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 I was going to say, it's hard to argue with both of them. Well, I'm going to just start throwing names out there. They're not here to deny it. So the more names I throw out, the more people on my side. <laughs> Five-star review here on Apple Podcasts. I'm going to say that's iTunes. From the US of A, Technology Poet. Technology Poet from the US. They make my day every episode. I love listening to their irre- irreverent. Oh, yeah. What's that mean? Nailed it. If you're a reverend, oh, right. that's what you say. I love listening to these reverends <laughs> in Australia. To their, I'll start again. I love listening to their irreverent Aussie humour and love that. all things Stargate. The only thing more fun than Stargate is doing a rewatch listening to Get Into Gate Crew after each episode. Do yourself a favour... And listen along. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll cry from laughter. How did I become Molly Meldrum? What? And each week, you'll get to find out if Reese has been paying attention. Spoiler alert: he hasn't. Which is exactly like who wants to be a million? Which is exactly like Hot Seat Millionaire. If it was all, (laughs) if it was all Stargate, there were no, uh, there were no no prizes, and your phone a friend call. <laughs> Do you want to read it, mate? No, just read it along. I'm I mean, reading someone, it the same way you read wants shit. To actually read it, maybe pre-read it. I'll start. I'll start no this again. And each week, you get to find out if Reese has been paying, paying attention, attention. Which is exactly <laughs> like who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was all Stargate, there were no prizes, and your phone a friend call was just your best mates making fun of you. Classic awesomeness. <laughs> I'm glad that was the end. <laughs> yeah. That's the end of the mailbag, guys. <laughs> Thanks, technology poet. One of the great poets. Absolutely. It's time to find <laughs> out if Reese's been paying attention. Spoiler, he hasn't. Just off the back of the mailbag. <laughs> we'll see. Absolutely. I know I've jinxed that you'll do badly, so you'll oh, do four well. Four out of five ain't bad. <laughs> Brendan, you're up. I thought Maddie was doing it. No. <laughs> are, you ups- are you upset that he filled in, mate, are you? Yeah, to- <laughs> devastated. All, Five questions <laughs> for you, Reese, mm. The newbie guy. 30 seconds on the clock. What country's mythos did Daniel refer to when talking about the Amazonians? Uh, Huck-till? Incorrect. What was ah. the name of the female Jafar homeworld? Huck-till? Correct. <laughs> what goal did they follow? Uh, Mollusk. Moloch. Correct. How many milligrams of epi did Dr. Fraser prescribe to Mala? God, double everyone else. (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) Ishtar's Ishtar's leadership was challenged by Neith. Correct. What is Neith's sister's name? F*** off. Ah, mate. So the country's mythos of the Amazons was Greek. The Greek mythos. Right. Uh, Moloch... Huck till one milligram epi. 
Just remember that. Dr. Oh, Fraser always calls, always calls one milligram right. epi forever. And I believe the last question you can actually have two answers to. Neath's sister. Yeah. Well, the main one. Either one. Either one will do. <laughs> just just our name. <laughs> our name. A wrong name would Could be have been. Uh, I think it's supposed to be Nisa, but at one point early on, I think... Someone Ishta, says Nessa. I think Ishta calls her Nessa yeah. when she first introduces her. Yeah. Nessie. But I guess it makes sense if Neith is her older sister, then she's Nisa. Neith. Are you, are you what, talking about the others two answers because the, like, the baby sister got killed on a fire? I don't know her name. No, no. I mean that one... The character who is in the Electra yeah. movie is referred to at one point as Nisa and one point as Nessa. Yeah, it's N-E-S-A, so... Yeah. They so can't make just, up their mind. I think mind. just the actor, actor yeah. who said it... Actually, a, a few it. of those ladies were saying, go old, a lot. I noticed that. that was um, a little bit Neith annoying. was the worst Gold. one for that at the end, yeah. That's what um, Mike Tyson calls his brother's daughter. Neith. <laughs> 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 You stupid son of a bitch. That last question was a perfect, there's no way I'm letting you get five out of yeah. five because you read it with like eight seconds ago and you're like, the Jafar women leader, Ishtar, enacts Jomas AQ with Neith. Yeah. What is Neith's sister's name? Well, like? I was kind of angling towards <laughs> him Brilliant. saying Jomas AQ. But... Brilliant. Craig Ferguson, whenever he'd do a little quiz thing with his guests, uh, he'd go to ask them a question. He'd always preface it with... Um, Iceland is in the North Atlantic. Its capital is Reykjavik. <laughs> and then just ask <laughs> any question. Who was the star of blah, 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 blah? Like, just for no reason, he would always start. Just throw him off. Iceland is the North Atlantic. Its capital it. is Reykjavik. Sweet. Hey. Yeah. If you want to embrace your birthright, mm. jump on our Patreon. Yep. Do feels, it. Feels right. Just like... Even though Patreon wasn't around when you were who, born. Who's, who has jumped on our Patreon, Maddie? I'm glad you asked, Brendan. Thanks, mate. Uh, welcome to our newest patrons, Tom Woodhouse. Oh, Woodster. Oh. Vanessa Harris. Yeah, the V-Dog. Oh, T. Harrow. And uh, the pronunciation could go me either way. It's oh, either Andy no. Douglas or Andy Douglas. There's two or S's on the end. Douglas. Douglas. Oh, mm. Douglas. And that's it. Oh, Change approved. It. Andy Douglas. <laughs> it's obviously Douglas. <laughs> well, well, there's two S's. Matty Gibson. <laughs> I've never, I guess because I'm used to seeing Douglas as a first name and it only has one S, but as a last name, it's got two S's, yeah. I guess. Some people it's can have Douglas. two first names. Yeah, so it's Douglas. Change approved. Andy he's Douglas. Yelling, he's yelling at his radio now, just a little podcast. <laughs> I mean, I hope he's Scottish. Welcome <laughs> Douglas, Matty. Welcome, it's Andy Douglas. Douglas. I feel like potatoes. Welcome, Andy Douglas. He's Canadian. He's apologising to us that we got his name wrong. Sorry, guys. You get it wrong. Great people. That's episode 143 of Get Into Gate. We will be back next weekend. A little special two-parter, guys. Evolution. I was reading my own writing, and I I nearly read out education. I'm like, that doesn't seem correct. And that's because... It's not. No. It's actually when evolution. I, when, when I'm here in the podcast with you through the last thing I think of is education. Now, well said. When we're here with you, the last thing we think of is evolution. <laughs> <laughs> you straight really, up creation. Okay. <laughs> you handed that to me. I'll set you like, up, Reese. I'll set you up. Like, yeah, I'm wide open. Crush me. Oh, damn. <laughs> Burn. I'm going to cry now. Until then, you can check all of our old podcasts out on our podcasting channel. Any podcasting outlet you uh, you choose, we're pretty much on all of them. Search Get In The Gate, a Stargate podcast. Same as what you hit on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join in the uh, Stargate. It's all Join- free. Absolutely. All free. Join us, the Get In The Patreon. Gate family. And mm. Or, you know, Patreon. Yeah, discover your birth right there. Otherwise- yeah, giveaway this week as well. Uh, this month, for this month, we're giving away. We've got a bunch of replicator blocks to give away. Oh, shit. That's dangerous. We'll take it over the universe. Let's put them together. Oh, I'd be keeping blocks. them separately, mm. in oh, separate containers. Really. Oh, look, they've bonded over the course of the episode. Oh, oh haven't we all? They're all starting. <laughs> <laughs> we all. Hey, and now that Stargate Command's dead, subscribe to our YouTube <laughs> no, 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 channel. No. They've transitioned to they YouTube. Transgate. Great, great people. <sighs> the artist formerly known as StargateCommand.co. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now known as no, YouTube.com forward slash StargateCommand. <laughs> 
I mean, it's like starting a Patreon, but getting two patrons and then going, all right, we'll do it for free. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like starting a patron before you've actually made anything. Individually, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram is where you can find me if you're desperate enough for someone else to follow. Maddie, where are you at? At High Pitch Maddie. Reese? I'm at the Flying Gibson. Mitch, and- you're the only one that puts shit on your Instagram. The rest of us <laughs> yeah. don't. I put a pumpkin on mine <laughs> yesterday. And that looked, mate, and that looked great. Thanks, that buddy. looked really good. Not bad. Thanks, mate. And and Brennan, you've, the... you've you've went back to full season one and season two and a little bit of season oh, three, Brennan. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm handle. at uh, Big Shrendog. You yeah. can catch me on that. that. Uh, Big is that you just got inundated oh, no. with pictures of Weir over the last couple of weeks? No, I was drunk, and I saw Brownie's Instagram, I and I'm like, it. oh. I knew you'd be drunk when what's, you did what's it. His, Who's what's Brownie? his? Who's Brownie? Big Brown Dog. I'm like, oh, that's right. I used to sing that song by Eminem. Oh no. I'm happy with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like now. <laughs> it's like, it's, a, it's an alcoholic talking there. Yeah. Like you do regretful shit when you're drunk and then you have to convince yourself that it's okay no, just so you can keep living. They'll be, they'll be, I mean, I could have changed it back, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, all those episodes, people start listening. Yeah, they started. Steve Brent yeah. Gibson, he mustn't I don't be on it. I want anymore. followers. <laughs> Why are you on social media? So I can put so pictures can put of skeletons pictures, on. Skeletons and pumpkins. <laughs> He only puts photos up when he's drunk. <laughs> well, talking Mostly. about followers he's and, always pe- drunk. and following people, you, we were talking about the Joe Rogan, Edward uh, Snowden uh, chat you the other day. Yeah. Hey? I wouldn't I say think... we were talking about it. I'd say Brendan was banging on oh, about yeah. it by Brennan himself. Was, I sent two dig- things. Two Brendan links. had an erection because he was listening to Joe Rogan. It was a digital wank. It really was. <laughs> and but you, you sent on the screenshot that the only person he follows... Is the NSA, NSA yeah. and it's like it's I love funny. that. It's just like such a power move. You're in social media. It's like I don't follow anyone. There's like you know? two million followers and one follows the NSA. I'm on to you, bitches. I'm on to you. Yeah, you made me famous. <laughs> I'm rich because you stole guys. your shit. I'm rich in Russia. <laughs> All right, we'll see you back next week. Episode 144, Evolution, Part One and Two. Get into geek.